sudden sound is heard. Whoever lives here must surely have qualities to catch the imagination and a grandeur to inspire love. It is the very place for a hero. And here he is, though still very young, a two-year-old gorilla living in the immense privacy of the forest with his family. It consisted of his father, his father's three wives, and seven children not counting the new baby. Gorillas develop more quickly than humans, so this small, furry person was like a child of five. Like a boy of that age, he could and did plague his mother, though not the baby, but his father was the object of his veneration. The old man was a splendid creature, almost twice the size of his wives, powerful beyond belief, and amiable enough, if not crossed. He was dictatorial. The elder boys got cuffs from him that really taught them to respect him, but he would play with the little ones, and sometimes sit them on his knee, or carry them on his shoulders. The gorillas lived on the ground, using the branches of trees to swing themselves over obstacles, but usually travelling along tunnels in the undergrowth, the old man going first to tear and trample away. He knew the country and its rivers and animal paths. He knew where to look for food at different seasons, roots, pithy canes, succulent stems, fruit and nuts. To the young gorilla, the earth was as familiar and dependable as his mother. It was alive. It was bountiful. Its fur of mosses and leaves was always brushing against him, sheltering him from sun and rain. It was warm and soft under his feet, and it had a pervading, reassuring, exciting smell. It was always the same, and yet full of surprises. He ate, as a matter of course, the sugar canes he lived among like Hansel and Gretel eating their sugar candy house. His toys were fern leaves, or feathers that he put on his head, imitating his father, who often covered his head when he snoozed, or sticks to bang with, or swings of tough creeper stems, or he pelted his brothers with anything that came to hand, or played with them the really important game of disappear, at which his giant father was an expert, vanishing without a sound. This was an art that every gorilla must learn young. It was their best defence. Instinctively, perhaps, a baby guessed that to be alive is to be in danger, though it was difficult to imagine any in their private paradise. But the old man knew, and his authority impressed him. Gorillas, unlike the four-handed monkeys, have real feet, though with thumbs, and can easily either walk and stand upright or gallop on all fours, in which case they use the knuckles of their hands like hoofs. Very often they sidle, using one arm as a foreleg and keeping the other free for any use proper to hands. This gives them a movement rather like side-stroke, smooth and effective for passing through their shadowy forest element where there may be no room for a gallop. Disappear and catch were therefore endless games. Other creatures lived in the forest too, birds and butterflies and monkeys. At the top of the trees there was a commotion at sunrise and sunset, but that didn't affect the little gorilla. It was a likeable noise, a long way off, up there, and the birds, when they came down to drink at the streams, were brightly coloured things that blended with the perpetually flickering chinks of sunlight. 
Occasionally, near a stream, a herd of elephants would pass the gorilla family, would recognize them with a wink from their jolly little eyes and a twitch of their sail-like ears, but otherwise take no notice. There was plenty of room and green food for everyone. The elephants trampled down wide spaces with a little gorilla's fun of chasing his brothers, vaulting over fallen trees, was sharpened by a rather creepy excitement because it felt naked to be away from the encircling contact of high ferns and leaves. In the clearing left by the elephants, he saw such strange things as the moon, both in the sky and in the water discovered how wet rain was without even a leaking forest umbrella, and also how crushingly hot the sun. The gorilla family was always on the move, eating the best as they went. The forest closed up after them, and everything grew as before. It was a